You're listening to the Shantyman Podcast, a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the Creator. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Victor Summers sitting across the table from Sam Rushton. Sam Rushton, <laughs> Victor Summers, the Shantyman Podcast. Good to be back with you again for another episode. We're so excited to be back. This is a brand new season, brand new era, brand new, brand new me, brand new you, brand new yeah, brand I new mean, sports car in the yard. Really? No, no, uh, no. Uh, if you, unless you call a, count a Volkswagen Jetta with two hundred thousand clicks, <laughs> clicks on it, sports. But you got you got the new flashy big job though. Now you're gonna start. You're oh, gonna start flashy. Buy, you're gonna start buying. <laughs> Huh? Oh, I'll be walking into the recording studio blinged up. Yeah, you got other that. than sweatpants and hoodie, <laughs> got that brand new, brand new gig. <laughs> I'm super excited for you. Thank you. In your career. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, just brings a sense of stability f- to the family. Yeah, you we're know? glad you like, find. You've oh yeah, be able to get a house for ourselves. Finally got launched. We were worried. Finally about Finally got you. my act together. <laughs> we were worried about you for a while. Were you? Oh yeah. Like worried about what though? Just that you weren't gonna get off the ground. <laughs> wow. Oh, we. All you know, I already had like eight years of a career. We were all talking. What? You, youth pastor, really? And camp director. I is, say. Is a that a, is mi- that really ministry a man? I was a shanty man. <laughs> shanty man. No, it's good. I, I'm I'm actually, you know, a bit sorry that we lost you. As what, far as what do you mean lost? Oh, from ministry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a bit of a brain drain, right? Anytime we see someone go into into quote unquote air quotes here. Right. I know you can't see it, but I can see secular. Yeah, I had some I, I had someone that I knew that like basically got like they moved tr- they moved from full-time ministry to working on their stuff and it was, the person was like like it was tragic, which I mean I can see that, but Maybe a little bit more than it needed to be. <laughs> it was tragic for them to see you change, or or they themselves. Uh, sorry, it was tragic for a third party to see the person that no longer was in ministry. Oh, like yeah. this was years years ago, right? But anyway, so I I can kind of understand, but yeah, I just yeah, and some life. and some people in yeah, some people in that position, you do feel the loss. Well, and to I, me, it's like I'm not. It's not like I'm checking out a ministry. Like no. I still want to be involved and serve people. Absolutely. And even in my new job, it's just like, I, ha- just a sense of peace well, and light and hope. Absolutely. And listen, we're it, at the, as the Shannonman podcast. We're all about people being in the workplace as followers of Jesus Christ, representing right. Christ well. Yeah. I mean, we're all about that. We're yeah. we're, we're blue collar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm. Well, that's the that's the majority of people. In I life. guess, yeah, and I guess I got I have a full time gig, I guess, right now at a church, but I don't think I don't think I'll ever be that typical pastor who's, you know, locked away in his office studying theology. Do you study theology I at, do. at all? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that, was, <laughs> that wasn't a dig. I was, that was it just felt, it felt like that. Holy darn. Did it? Yeah, it did. Anyway, it's good to have Bree. Bree, you're supposed to say something, not just go like, people can't see you go itty bitty with your fingers. You're supposed to. Good to have Brianna with us again today, too. Yeah, she's she's going to be chiming in. I do a lot of digs, and I mean them. I actually didn't 
mean that one as a dig. I actually meant to be like, oh yeah, you actually take time of the week to study. You know, I'm just gonna stop talking. I do. I'm. I'm. I do feel somewhat compelled, of course, to stay on top of. I do mean, you, you, do you have like you a ratio of what you feel should be a pastor? Like how much time they should be in prayer, in study? How much I, time I, they should be out and about? Absolutely, I do. And I there's and we talked about this before in the podcast how I deal with guilt around you know my my capacity my ability my um my giftings yeah in in what i do mm-hmm. so i am always on the lookout for someone to come in and take over and do a better job right. than me <laughs> right i've offered my position as pastor of eastside church to three people now really yeah and nobody's been willing to take it but Bree was one. I was one. <laughs> and no, no, <laughs> never <laughs> No, these were these were these were uh, highly qualified people. Yes, but so they not us. they declined. <laughs> not us. Yeah. We we didn't fit. No. I didn't. I didn't we'd mean that be, at all. We'd we'd never be asked because <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> no, that's not true uh, at all. You guys could do. You guys could do what I yeah, could do. Yeah, okay. So we could train a chicken. I get. I five chickens in the backyard of my house that could probably do what I, what I do. <laughs> Where was I going with that? I don't know. But what would you be doing if you weren't pastoring then? What would I be doing? <laughs> I don't know. Never I mind. have no, I have zero other skills. I think zero skills. Yeah. Others whatsoever. Other than, I mean, we talk that about not this. this. Listen, this is, a, and if you're listening and you're a pastor, uh, or even if you're in full-time ministry, like I've talked to missionaries I've talked to people in full-time ministry in, you know, parachurch organizations. And I think this is a thing. And you may have felt this a little bit too, Sam. Like, what are you actually qualified for? A lot of us come through Bible school oh, yeah. or seminary, no, yeah. come out the yeah. other side. And when you get when you get in, I don't know, I don't know to say it this way, but you get in trouble in the position you're in. Yeah. And I know there's people listening right now that feel this, Yeah, that you're like, okay, I can't stay in the position I'm in now in, in the church. Yeah. What in the world else am I going to do? Right. And what am I qualified for? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so well, that's why I went, I went back to school. That's why I'm glad I yeah. went when I did, uh, is just because this is a good time of life to become qualified. So now I'm qualified to be a teacher yeah. and it's not that I don't, I mean, maybe one day I'd end up back in full-time ministry and I, like, I'm open to that, yeah. but then it's also, I'm like, I can, I can, oh, you're much I can better. tell how the, it'd be anxious, a bit anxious if you, yeah. And you're a much better some. position now than, than I was at your age. And you're in a much be- better position now than I am, but at you, my age, you're, t- you're talking strictly financial. Uh, no, just marketability as a, as a person. Oh, like the, the longer I go in life, the, the more months and years that pass, mm-hmm. the less marketable I am in anything else <laughs> uh, other than other than ministry and other than perhaps something that I would start on my own. Right. So we need to be getting someone younger to do your spot in the podcast. Yeah, it? perhaps. <laughs> well, the pod, yeah, the, I, I, I'm, I'm never going to be able to support myself and my family by podcasting. That's painfully obvious. <laughs> um <laughs> But, it, you know, it is it is a reality. So back to your question, whatever I if if I did leave and or and or get fired because I we're getting close to a place at Eastside Church where I could actually be fired. 
There's actually people now that could fire me. Um, what? Yeah. What, oh, yeah, mean, what do you mean? Like could let me go as as the pastor of East. Oh, I thought you meant you're at a you're clo- I thought you meant like you're in big heat right now oh, and no. you're about to be fired. <laughs> no, no, not no. at all. Unless you know something I don't. We do. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bree and I were talking that's, earlier. That's, <laughs> that's that's why you're here today. Yeah. <laughs> and the board is waiting outside the door. We're gonna have a live firing. A live firing. <laughs> live birth. Live yeah, firing. That would be awesome. Um yeah. But no, I think anything that I would do if I ever did leave the position I'm in mm-hmm. vocationally, yeah, I, I it would have to be something that I would I would start up on my own, right? I don't yeah, know. You, I, don't you know have any, I don't know if anyone would hire me at this point. Like you've done construction type stuff. You've done. Yeah, I know how to do stuff. I guess you could manage a bit. Bu- you you managed a business. Yeah, you started a business, Creative Grounds and the Vogue. Even yes. though it's through the church, you I were know. the driver. I know. You're trying to pump me up. You could I be could a sw- farmer. I could swing yeah. a hammer. You could be a farmer. Actually, I am a farmer now. No, you're not. I am officially. You're not a farmer. I am officially a farmer. Oh, I'm officially a metal roofer. <laughs> Just because I did it for <laughs> a couple months. <laughs> I have, I have, and this is this is uh, this is new information. Is um, that a good segue? <laughs> to it is a s- good segue. <laughs> it's a perfect segue, Sam. See, most podcasts they do the talking. segue and they don't. Whatever. They don't. I just wanted to be like, hey guys, they don't. I made a segue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> we po- I pointed out the segue. That's how here is yeah. the segue. Normal, like you know, professional recorders uh, do like that. Like you know, yeah. But <laughs> never talked about it ahead of time. I think just it's more fun. Just get into it. Yeah, more whatever. Anyways, keep going. Yeah, new information. We we started a firm. Nice. Yeah. So the the plan is for uh, the springtime. We got a crop going in the ground. And the crop is going to fund um, a bit of self-sustaining lifestyle for me and my family, and hopefully, hopefully, a couple more families. Oh yeah. So that that was the idea. Yeah. And and something we wanted to talk about today in the podcast uh, was around the idea of of prepping, <laughs> if you understand the term. No. Which I'm I'm hoping most of our listeners would understand the word prepping well i, I understand. you know it's a, you know it's a whole i understand the, the word prepping like oh i had to prep for my lesson right that i taught but the context that you used in when you first introduced was like a capital p prepping like it was a yeah. legitimate thing and there are co- there are people that are called preppers okay. and i i didn't know that category you, you, you weren't aware capital of p preppers right okay so so there is and if you're listening you may or may not be aware of this activity where you uh, prepare for catastrophe, you prepare for the apocalypse, you prepare for uh, crap hitting the fan and zombie having, zombie outbreak <laughs> zombie outbreak for the the downfall of society. And I I I I wanted to talk about this today because we've gone through a very difficult couple of years, and I I think the entire at least in in our community, and I've heard it from all kinds of people from all different backgrounds, not just not just Christian folk, but everyone was like, "What kind of society are we going to have coming out of this <coughs> pandemic, mm-hmm. and are we going to survive or is is society going to operate the same way going forward as it did in the past? Right. like are we still going to be able to show up at the grocery store 
and be able to buy produce and the food we need? Are we still going to have a job? Are we still going to have access to our bank accounts? Most recently, are we still going to have access to our bank accounts? Yeah. And so I wanted to talk today, uh, Sam, with you and, and Bree, whatever you can, can bring into this as a young person too. I mean, 19 years old, almost 20. I like to bring up her age. Yeah, just because she's so she's so <laughs> young, and I can't even remember where where was I at nineteen. I don't even remember, um, and not because I was inebriated <laughs> or anything. I think I was I was focused, but I just can't remember. It's my age. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, what kind of society are we going to have going forward? And that is a a little bit of what I'm <coughs> doing in in getting the farm launched. You know, Jody, my wife asked me the other day, like, why are you so focused on this? You know, because we are putting, you know, we are investing money. So my personal income is going into this. You know, I'm going to be investing time. I'm going to be investing money. I'm going to be investing, you know, we, we have property that we want to use. And, and I'm inviting other people into that as you both know, because you're yeah. you've you've both been recruited, and we'll talk about that in a minute too, right? So so I'm investing into this, and Jody asked me like, why are you doing this? Why are you putting so much time? And I can why yeah why well it, it, it's I think personally it's a personal interest of mine um, to to be able to do this, but I I couldn't put my finger on it, and you know not to I'm not I'm not charismatic enough to say God told me you know, <laughs> to prepare this property where we're all going to end up, you know, eventually we're going to have to run for the hills as the Bible talks about, you know, there's a verse, I forget where it was, maybe Thessalonians or, or Revelation, probably, probably one of those where it says, you know, when you see the time getting close as Christians, mm-hmm. you know, go for the hills, run for the hills, run for the mountain, whatever. So I, I can't say that I have that sense but there is a part of me that wants to be prepared. I want to, I want to be more self-sustaining around, um, around food security, I think is the biggest thing. But don't you know that if God takes care of the sparrow and provides that, what do you have to worry about? Be anxious about today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) It's true. Cause that's part of it, right? That's part of it. That's why I wanted to have the conversation today. I'm being, Facetious. 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 But, is that the word? but is that the is that the so question of yeah. the day? Question of the day today: Should a Christian be involved in prepping? Should a Christian invest in this type of of mentality where you you are expecting the breakdown of what we would call normal society, and that you're you're preparing for things to go off grid to go badly you know where you can where you're preparing to care for yourself and and maybe a few more families sorry did you say should people or did you say should christians i think should christians i i would like to focus on that just because i think i I think it's i think for for someone who with with um no biblical perspective on on the world i'm not sure if it matters so much i think I think if you're coming from a purely um, secular perspective where it's like, okay, society is going to continue, the world is going to continue, and therefore, obviously, we have to, we have to prepare for the worst, mm-hmm. right? But, but you were being somewhat facetious. 
but I think it's how do you say that word so well? I, facetious. I, I mess it up every time <laughs> I try. But I think biblically, as we look at as as we look at scripture, we could just as easily make the case for well, you shouldn't worry about that. God's going to look after things. He is sovereign. God is sovereign. He's in control. Like you know, just just go ahead and and live your life. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but okay. So obviously, though, you have some sort of conviction because you're starting to do it. So obviously you, you, do you, do you, what? Like I said, I don't know if I do. That's, oh, you don't. That's okay. What, so it's that's not what Jody. That's it, what Jody was asking me. Like, why are you putting so much energy oh, into this? So it's not like you're like, oh yeah, I feel like biblically I could base it or like personally I could base it with certain values and with that you're just kind of. Yeah. I don't think I have a real strong <clears throat> theological justification for, for putting all this time and energy and money into it. Hmm. Although I've always wanted to lead a cult. <laughs> and so this is how he's going to start it. This may be it. Yeah. This may be it. If if you uh, and Mercy no and Bree <laughs> have no other choice because the grocery stores have closed, the government has completely taken control of all your finances. You have a very difficult time as a Christian getting employment and looking after your family. You have no other choice other than to go up the Northwest River and to settle on a piece of property that I just happen to have control of. <laughs> and I, I happen to have some, uh, some protein set aside and some animals and some crops. Then, uh, well, no, because t- technically I'll be like, what, half a half to a whole pig and 10 chickens in already. Yeah. <laughs> that was my, <laughs> yeah. and by that, anyone listen, it means like Victor first proposed this to be like, Hey, do you want to like have a, chicken or two or maybe like a piece of a pig and you'd only have to like show up here and there i was like yeah that'd be kind of interesting it's like then it's like okay well i'd do like some a few chickens if you're already having chickens like yeah i just pay for throw a few in and maybe part of a pig or a pig and then i can go throughout the summer and take care of it which then turned into him being like oh yeah we're doing a garlic farm and we got we're running a wood uh, uh sawmill and all these things and i'm like whoa whoa wait what <laughs> what where to go from being like i'm already doing this farm if you want to help kind of take care of some things you could also throw in a few animals <laughs> isn't that exactly what a cult leader would do yes yeah and that's why you're already that's why you're co- already part of no it. one thinks good about cult leaders <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the opposite of what is true Sorry, they all think the cult leader is great, and then twenty years down the road, they do a documentary on it, right? And the the cult leader's in jail, so or everyone's dead from drinking Kool Aid. Yeah. Okay, let me back up a bit. That's not my plan. Okay, let me make that very clear. Mm-hmm. I was I was joking. I was we see joking. Your lies. I am not. I'm not nearly magnanimous enough to be a cult leader. I've already discovered that. So nobody would really follow me. Yeah, but you got lots of family. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And I, I feel like if I'm, you know, if everything goes to pot and I am and I do have a few chickens, yeah, that has to be somewhat um, attractive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, like, my first thought, uh, yeah, my first thought is to be, like, whenever I hear of somebody doing, like, for instance, like, digging down into the ground and doing like a cement bunker bunker (laughs) stocked full of stuff and they got their shotguns and rifles and they got like 50,000 cans of corn and toilet paper and they're ready for 
literally anything. Right. My first thought is like that's a lot of resources and money wasted because okay. you're going to die. Yes. Most likely. Okay. And it's all still going to be there. But then we don't. And I think that's the. Okay. I think this is the problem. It's like preparing for the future, but also being like, we don't know what the future holds. So like. So, but has how, the, how has the how, has, sorry, go ahead. No, you go. Has the last two years changed your mind on that? Like two years, two years, four years ago, if you had heard tell of someone burying a sea can in the ground, you see, I've thought about this <laughs> and uh, putting or putting an old school bus. I really thought about this. Two of them together in the T shape and, you know, with access <laughs> holes and air you holes. You may or may so. not have this already. I may or may not have this already. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, you know, you would like cuckoo, right? Has the last two years not no, at least changed not your mind really, a little actually. bit about well, it? Well, this is this is what I'd say. Rather, this is how it would change. Hmm. I would I could see someone rather than buying one thing of toilet paper, buy maybe like three. Why is it always toilet to, paper? I know that's why I made friend. the joke. I could see how people might stock a little extra just because of grocery stores being less stocked, da 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 you know, like those kind of things. I can see why someone might yeah. build a bunker you know, and store stuff and be prepared for these things, but it's not something that I've ever been like, oh, I, I'm, I'm not worried. Like, I'm not worried. I guess no. maybe I should be. Could I convince you otherwise? Just on a side, I, I want to tell you, I, I read a very interesting explanation for why at the beginning of all this, toilet paper went like first. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear it? Uh, sure. It, it's a very bulky item. That that's what's the only reason why was that it took up a lot of shelf space in the grocery store. And as people were going by, if there was a lot of toilet paper missing, th because it's easy oh, to do. Because if yeah. five people can buy and take, like you said, one extra yeah. package of toilet paper. It looks like. It looks like it's leaving. Uh, and then and then you get this panic, right? People are like, oh, the shelf is almost empty, even though they got bins of it out back. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Did the same thing happen with turkeys? It's like turkey mm. takes a, a good amount of space. Oh, it's like, oh, my goodness, all the turkeys are missing. Yeah. Although I'd, I'd never bulk up on turkey. I know. How I was turkey being a bit eat? sarcastic. But yeah. yeah. What? Oh, you haven't met my grandmother. She's a, she's a Laura, turkey lover? Oh, the no. other one? My dad's mom. Oh, uh, turkey she, hoarder? Yeah. yeah, just a little. Wow. She asked us if we had any turkeys. <laughs> you yeah. can't have enough turkeys. No, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's nothing, there's nothing, Sam, in your, in your mind that makes you want to, want to prep? No, not really, no. No. Me per no. I mean... I don't know. I don't know how much to apply things like such as the verse I said earlier, like don't be anxious with tomorrow where you mm -hmm. have enough worries to do it today. I also know like there's verses that talk about like good stewardship. Yep. And like, how do you bring back an investment? Mm -hmm. So some of that kind of leans towards like, well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like investing and bringing back more and being like, that's maybe that's a part of it, but I don't know. I just don't, I don't know if you can like, and I'm sure that someone out there does know and could give reference, but I don't know if you could script, like take the Bible and be like, this is how I prove prepping like as, right. as a good thing. Right. And, or maybe vice versa too, but I don't know. Like, okay. One thing, okay. This is one area I could probably talk about. It's like, for instance, probably depending on your opinion of whether your Christians are going to be here during, uh, the revelation. 
Right. Or if you even believe that's going to happen. Right. So like the revealing, the revelation, the book of Revelation, some of those events that happen there, like depending on your, how you interpret it and believe what you believe about that. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I could see why you might all of a sudden decide to, you know, get but I mean, ready. But even, even apart from like end times, uh, theology, the eschatology or whatever, like we, we have, plenty of examples historically where societies have crumbled. Oh, right. Right. And, and, and there literally was no place to go to pick up food. Yeah. You know, so you, you subsisted on whatever you could scrounge or grow or whatever. I mean, that's, that's a real thing. Do you really want it out there then that you're the one who's going to be prepared? You realize everyone's coming to you. Okay. So here's the next question. Guns. Guns. No, I knew it was guns. <laughs> what? That's a reality. So should not not the question is, and we may not land on an answer of this today. And I'd like to, I'd like to hear some comments back. Yeah. Do do we as Christians, do we prep, and then what kind of responsibility do we have as preppers, Christian preppers in <laughs> particular? Oh my word! Now Christian preppers. <laughs> it's a whole thing now. Yeah. yeah. I'm make you a friggin' shirt. Do we have t-shirt? <laughs> Oh, that'd be so cool. Real Christians prep. Yeah. You'll have multiple of those shirts. Do we have, do we have a response? (laughs) He'd have, he'd have a whole bunker full. (laughs) I'm ready. If anything happens, I'll be clothed for years. So do we have a responsibility and, and are we, um, biblically able or allowed to protect it with force? (laughs) Um, I don't know, and I don't know. Well, we're told not to murder. Oh! (laughs) But are you told to protect yourself or protect the ones you love? Or can we go to war? I don't know. Listen. (laughs) Um, Obviously, I feel like you have an opinion, but you're too distracted by our gear. So l- let me ask you, Sam, you as a young dad, has there ever been a time during all of this where you thought, like, what's the future going to look like for my for my daughters? I mean, I don't mean yeah. to put stuff into your head and, and I, I don't mean to make you worry when I really do believe that we shouldn't as Christians worry. Well, no, every I think every day de- there's so many things that I'm like, what does this mean for my daughter? So many things. Though. Right. Like and I, uh, of course, COVID you know conflict overseas so many things is like what does this mean right of course yeah like how much of it can i is out of my control mm-hmm. like and I, that and that's the key how much is, how much control do you have how much control do you want what are you willing to do yourself to to take back that control i think that's where i'm at yeah. like when when we we've gone through this and so much was out of our control yeah like you know we were we were frustrated no matter where you were on the on the political spectrum you were frustrated with government right so we know we can't count on them mm-hmm. so how much of that control for what we like what do we really need in life you know shelter food and love you know <laughs> so what can i control of those 3 myself right but I, I guess i even even though that concept of trying to control things in life i i, I don't i'd have to think about it more uh, 
on this topic yeah. to feel confident enough to talk and maybe intellig- intelligibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Part no, you're right. But, so uh, <laughs> but, but, but I don't even know if the Christian way and the mind of Christ is one that's seeking control. Mm-hmm. Is it? Like how much control do you think when, when we are being full of Christ, how much of it becomes about control anyway? Mm. Good question. And I'm not even talking about these. That I'm just talking about all things in life. Like, I, I hate things that are out of control in my life, and that caught. And you know, every time that something is not within the control that I want, guess what? Guess what? Things happen. Mm-hmm. Sinful attitudes, like mm-hmm. anxiety and fear and worry, anger, uh, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Like seeking things to numb pain because things are out of my control and life sucks. So it's like. Control equals happiness, and but that's not the point ma- mm-hmm. of the Christian way. So, uh, so even I'm multiple un- multiple cans of beans on your shelf could could actually be a sign of you not wanting to give that to God, and you trying to take yeah, back Victor, you're a control freak trying to get take back <laughs> some control, right? <laughs> so I need control. Yeah, right. I, so, Bree, let me ask you, as a young person, uh, you know what what's been your thought press? thought process through all of this do you do you feel any compulsion to not make any special (laughs) preparation for the future um no because i'm still trying to figure out where i'll be okay like you'll be you'll be in a bunker on the northwest river yeah apparently looking after chickens because i said said so (laughs) do you do you think then that comes with like age like as in if Bree and I are younger than you like is that a thing where like now have you lost and like I just think I'm more control I'm just way more responsible than you guys yeah mm-hmm. well maybe no I don't know yeah maybe like uh, again and I don't coming back to it, it the things that I said about control and like is that the way of Christ it's not that I feel confident saying that it is or isn't that's those are just the things that I'm contemplating right now so I don't mm. feel like like confident enough to say strongly one way or the other and that's not necessarily a copo it's just i i don't know i i i'm i have to like sit and think about there, there may be a part of this feel. too and i'm just kind of i'm just thinking through this and we're we're coming short on time so i, I know we got to get through this and this would be might be an ongoing conversation i'd like for people to reach out to us and, and give their thoughts too but a part of this might be as a shepherd as well of the church like i think there's a part of me that that wants to look after the congregation and I, I joked a little bit about, you know, being a being a cult leader a little bit, <laughs> I joked a little bit. But I think there's a part of that, too, that's like because I've seen the upheaval that this last couple of years has has caused in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I think there's an opportunity potentially. And this goes this goes back to our questions, whether we even should be involved in this. But there's an opportunity for the church, I think, to because we know what's going to happen, whether this is the time or not. Mm-hmm. of of the end times and and all of that whether that's this time or not i think there's an opportunity for the church to step up in a special way perhaps mm-hmm. and to be more prepared than the average person yeah hmm. for to what to serve the world when the time comes to s- not necessarily the world but because i i think that's a i think that's a bigger that's a bigger movement. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking very, very micro on this. Like okay. my family, your family, 
Bree. <laughs> I got nobody else. Come on. East, East Side Church. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking about the, the small community around us. You know, the listeners of the podcast. No. Maybe that's. No. Okay, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll include you guys. <laughs> Only the All ones right. that kept messaging and asking us for, <laughs> to bring it back. Right. Uh, Sorry. What about, isn't there a verse in the Bible that the, uh, a rich guy like stores all his stuff in his barn and then he ends up going to the judgment? I know, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about. <laughs> yeah. at, we're not talking uh, about times of blessing, storing <laughs> up, you know, excess. We're talking about storing up excess for times of. Isn't that what a, a person no, that I, has I'm, a bunk I'm with a bunch I'm, of extra cans I'm think, of peas? No, <laughs> I'm thinking more of the the story of Joseph, right, where he was given a vision. About a famine. Oh, uh, okay. And and so he prepared he for prepared that. for the famine. So you're you're seeing a quote unquote famine coming, and you're trying to prepare for it, perhaps. Hmm. I mean, why don't you just say that at the beginning? That f- that makes it more um, intriguing. I had no idea that just came to me just now. Revelation. <laughs> that was that's very prophetic. Anyway, it <laughs> would be a good uh, good conversation maybe for some of you to have around the supper table tonight. Maybe some of you will be inspired to start your own farm. At least put some beans on the shelf in the basement. You don't know why <laughs> I wanted to do, why, why the, I want I want to jump into this with you. Why? Not because I'm gonna become a prepper and need to care, but because one, fresh meat. Yes. Better than you know, it's just more, just better. Grass, grass uh, fed. Yeah. Pasture raised. Yeah. Chicken and pork. Yeah. Um. Two, to, to have consistent like to be able to do a, at least a bit of something over the summer when i'm not teaching to be able sure. to like can you know have a bit of actual work still yep uh three for well right now there's only one that's old enough but for sloan is to help teach her like you know teach her kind of a bit of a work pattern and to help mm-hmm. out with it and to enjoy the animals so good and, and also to see like I guess there is that that bit of that kind of replicating, providing for yourself. Yeah, you know. So I, I, it's not I, I'm not disagreeing with kind of some of those things. I just don't know the degree of it. Right? Yeah, being right. like, yeah, I think, and and hopefully at the end of the day, that's all that's needed, right? Or yeah. that's uh, that's all that will come of it. And those are all good things. I think it's important for us to to care for the care right. for the land, care for ourselves. To so you where's know, your secret bunker? Build in. Okay. I'm not telling you. <laughs> And I have guns, so if you're if you're listening and you want to come take it from me, you could take it from my cold know, dead hand. Like one of those. <laughs> you can't touch my guns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Is that enough? Enough for today? Anything else? Um, I just want to say a special, just you know, to say, don't worry. Just some some of you y'all <laughs> listeners out there are just freaking out because the world's all going to the pot. Is that how you say? Is that a fr- is that a saying? You know, not the pot. It's going to pot. <laughs> Man, <you> th- <laughs> the world is going to pot. Just like just chill. Trust God. Just chill out. If you need to prepare, prepare. But just everyone just needs to start just getting along. Okay. And caring for one another. All right. And not freaking out so much. Okay. And. You know, we just need more peace in our lives and hope and no more of this g- garbage. Okay, good. We that, Everyone that needs is, a little bit more Jesus. That is I'm not true. done preaching, Victor. 
<laughs> Everyone needs a little more Jesus. Yes. And a lot more discipline and commitment to Christ. Yes. So stop complaining about stupid things and start living for Jesus. Okay. Amen. It's a good start. <laughs> I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> but Sorry, I think we I think on in addition to that, not a bad idea to get some beans put away. Get some protein in your freezer. All right. Well, good. All right, this is an ongoing conversation. Last time we we're gonna we're gonna have some more conversations <laughs> around this. I'm gonna bring it up a lot. We're gonna have yeah. some updates from the farm. The Shantyman podcast is going on the farm. I can't wait. We're gonna yeah. do some. We're gonna shoot some live video. Live Not live video. We're gonna have video. YouTube channel may develop out of this. <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. You're gonna see Sam swing a hoe. Instead of swinging an axe, you sleep do you swing a hoe? <laughs> you don't swing a hoe, do you? Don't you just I, like? I I feel like you would. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you use it, right, Victor? <laughs> all right, we uh, love you all. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for everybody. thanks for Bree to be with us today. That was fun. Yeah. All right, take care. Blessings. You're supposed to say it. Blessings. <laughs> That's <was> all. <awesome. laughs>